Did you know newcomers can utilize services to better help them settle in Canada before they even arrive? Hello and welcome to My Consultant, your place for the latest in Canadian immigration news. In this week's episode, we're covering the 12th Express Entry Draw. Next, changes to the pre-removal risk assessment for Ugandans, followed by an IRCC survey for certain work permit holders. Stay with us as I briefly communicate the funding extension for settlement services, and Tina will explain the extension of the Agri-Food Pilot. This week's episode of My Consultant is brought to you by Scotiabank. In 2023, Canada held its latest express entry draw. This time, invitations were sent to 589 candidates with a minimum comprehensive ranking system, that is CRS score of 691. This was a provincial nominee program, that is PNP specific draw, which means that in order to be selected for this draw, candidates need to have a PNP nomination. A PNP nomination adds an additional 600 points to the applicant's CRS score. The recent score cutoff was 691 points, which means that in order to be eligible, candidates needed to have at least 91 points to receive a PNP nomination. This year until now, IRCC has conducted 4 PNP draws, 7 all-program draws and 1 draw targeted at federal skilled worker candidates. Ugandans who received a negative final decision from the Immigration and Refugee Board of Canada or the federal court or received a final pre-removal risk assessment decision from Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship Canada between May 13th, 2022 and May 12th, 2023 can now apply for PRRA. Normally, if someone's refugee claim or previous application for a PRRA, pre-removal risk assessment, was withdrawn, rejected, or abandoned, or if their application for leave and judicial review was dismissed by the federal court, they would not be eligible to apply for a PRRA for at least 12 months. However, due to the worsening conditions in Uganda that pose a real risk to individuals if they return, Canada believes an additional assessment is warranted. For this reason, but depending on when they receive their final decision on the refugee claim, individuals from Uganda are now exempt from the 12-month suspension on applying for PRRA. Having eligibility to apply for PRRA does not guarantee the outcome. It is important to keep your PRR application up to date and inform the IRCC of any changes to your application. IRCC officers decide on each case individually based on the information provided. The CBSA 
Canada Border Services Agency will notify eligible individuals from Uganda that they can now apply for PRRA if they are currently subject to an enforceable removal order. IRCC is conducting two surveys for the work permit holders under the International Mobility Program, that is IMP. The first survey would be for the holders of open work permits and the other survey would be for the holders of employer-specific work permits. The department would like to learn about the views and the experiences of the work permit holders under the International Mobility Program. The surveys would help the department understand what is working well and how they can improve the International Mobility Program. Participation in the surveys is voluntary and confidential. It will not affect any past, present or future applications with the IRCC. The surveys will be available online this month and will take around 30 to 45 minutes to complete. Settlement Services provide a great help in setting up newcomers for success in Canada. They provide newcomers with the support and information needed to make informed decisions about their new lives in Canada before and after they arrive. By helping them and their families successfully transition to their new communities and find work faster, these services are free and completely confidential. Immigration, refugees, and citizenship announced an over $65 million funding extension to service provider organizations across Canada to help them continue delivering important settlement services, such as, but not limited to, pre-arrival services, services for racialized women, and language training for francophone minority communities. As part of the funding announcements, pre-arrival service provider organizations like the YMCA of the National Capital Region will receive over $1.2 million in funding. And Success, another one of the 15 service providers, will receive an investment of nearly $12 million. The additional funding will help these service providers continue delivering important pre-arrival services to new immigrants. The YMCA of the National Capital Region and Success offer a range of services abroad that can be accessed online or in person. The IRCC's Pre-Arrival Services Program maximizes the economic and social integration of newcomers by one, directly connecting clients with the information and services they need through a streamlined, easy to navigate process. Two, encouraging newcomers to apply for recognition of their foreign credentials before they arrive, if needed. And three, linking clients to federal and provincial settlement services in Canada. Canada shares that investments in pre-arrival services are investments in the newcomers and families joining Canada's diverse communities. Canada understands the importance of Canadian farmers and food processors as they strengthen the food supply system. To support agri-food market needs, IRCC has recently announced that it is extending the agri-food immigration pilot. The program was supposed to end in May this year, but is now being extended until May 14, 2025. 
Additionally, IRCC has also announced the lifting of the annual occupational caps, which means that there will be no limits for the number of candidates who want to apply for a specific occupation under this pilot. Removing these limits will provide an opportunity for more eligible candidates to apply. IRCC will also be making some additional changes by the end of this year. The department will introduce new changes to the pilot in stages, such as increasing open work permit access to the family of the pilot program participants regardless of the candidate's job skills levels, giving unions the ability to vouch for a candidate's work experience as an alternative to employer reference letters. Applicants residing in Canada will be given the option to either meet the job offer requirements, which includes the median wage requirement for the offer, or they may meet the requirement of education. The pilot will start accepting work experience obtained under an open work permit for vulnerable workers. IRCC says that this will give more workers an opportunity to apply. Canada's agri-food immigration pilot was launched in 2020 with an intention of helping to reduce the labor shortages in meat processing, mushroom and greenhouse production, and livestock raising industries. Occupations and industries eligible for the program are meat product manufacturing, retail butchers, industrial butchers, farm supervisors, and specialized livestock workers food processing laborers, greenhouse and nursery production, including mushroom production, farm supervisors and specialized livestock workers, general farm workers, harvesting laborers, animal production excluding aquaculture, farm supervisors and specialized livestock workers, general farm workers. Immigration Minister Sean Fraser says that extending the pilot will help agri-food market find the employees they need so that the economy, food security and living standards of the Canadians can continue to improve and grow. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you are looking for more information and updates about Canadian immigration, then please subscribe to our My Consultant YouTube channel. You can also visit our website myconsultant.ca where you can find an authorized immigration and citizenship consultant. I am Tina Batra and I'm Tushina Thompson and we'll see you next week.